This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, what's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I am so happy you're here. Happy Friday, you guys. I hope y'all are having a great week so far. And if you're not, guess what? It's Friday. We did it. We made it. We're ready for the weekend. I honestly, you guys, today has been a really good day. I'm not going to lie. Today has been a great day for several reasons. I'll tell you why. First of all, it snowed last night. Now you might be thinking, Sav, you complained so much about the snow like three weeks ago when that happened. And I did. You're right. I very much did. But the difference with this is that it didn't stick. The snow this time, the snow did not stick. It went away. But we got like this wild blizzard last night. Like the snowflakes, I kid you not, were the sizes of like, I don't know, beats me. But like really, really, really big snowflakes. And they were thick and they were falling. And it was very confusing. And it came out of nowhere, really. It was very much not in the weather report. And so we were really confused, but it was really cute. We like went outside last night and just like watched the snowfall. It was a very cute moment. And honestly, Hayden and I thought that we like spoke this into existence because we kept telling each other like, how great would it be if it just snowed like one time? Like we just got snow and then the next day we woke up and it was gone. Like just one more little like blizzard, but like not having to deal with the after effect of it all. And that's literally exactly what happened. I feel like I manifested it. So that happened last night, woke up this morning and guess what? Sunny, beautiful day. We have not had one of those in like a week. And when that happens, you guys, it just does something for my mood. Don't get me wrong. I love a good rainy day. I love a good cloudy day. I can sit on the couch and rot for way too long. But at the same time, a good sunny day is very exciting to me. So we have been very productive today. I also have uncovered a mountain of boxes in my garage, which honestly is a little overwhelming for me, but I'm looking at the positive side of it because I found all of my old clothes that I've been missing for like a year and a half and I just haven't known where they went. They've been in my garage the whole time. So found those clothes. Also, I got a new water bottle today. Sorry, I'm just giving you the laundry list. Got a new water bottle today because did you guys know that there was lead found in Stanley water bottles? I read a couple articles on it after hearing about it on TikTok, and I don't fully know the full story or extent of it. So like, don't take my word to be gold. I don't think you guys ever do and you never should. So there's that. But at the same time, I just, I saw that and I was like, okay, don't want that. So I went on Amazon, got me a new little, um, It's like a Simply Modern water bottle and those came in today. Amazon is insane with their shipping. The fact that I ordered that at like 10 a.m. and it was on my front porch by like 2 is crazy, but I've definitely noticed that I just haven't been drinking a lot of water lately because I haven't had my water bottle. I've been stopping. I like stopped drinking with it like probably, I don't know, a week at this point. So I've just been kind of using just like basic cups of water and like that's obviously very normal, but I'm just so used to having like something by me at all times. It's just like filled to the brim with like water and it's just easily accessible. Anyways, you get it. We got a new water bottle today. The last good thing that happened today, I'm not going to say the last because we still have time for the rest of the day and I'm just on a high right now, is I got my Instagram back. That honestly was 
a very big surprise. I'm not going to lie. I had a moment there. Honestly, okay, here was my thought process. If you don't know, I talked about this last week. My Instagram got suspended and then it got disabled. Didn't know if I was going to get it back. I have the best team in the world. That's like long story short, but I really didn't think that I was going to get it back. And I kind of came to terms with it because I'm just trying to do this new thing where I don't stress about things that are not in my control. And this was something that just wasn't in my control. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, if it's gone, then it's gone and that's okay. And we're going to just, you know, figure it out and we'll do a rebrand. We'll restart, refresh all of the things. And then I got a text today that it was back and I, it was wild. It was wild. I was just not expecting it. So it was great. Anyways, as you can tell, I've had a great day. I hope you guys have had a great week. Um, and yeah, I wanted to talk today about a couple different things because as you guys know, this week is Valentine's Day. Um, well, Valentine's Day is this week, I should say. By the time you guys listen to this episode, Valentine's Day will have been two days ago. I'm filming this the day before Valentine's Day, so it's very much like in full effect, in full swing. But I did want to do one last kind of episode dedicated to Valentine's Day and love, but not necessarily what you might think. I, As you can tell by the title, I wanted to do two parts to this. I wanted to do... First off, I realized when I was thinking about, you know, Valentine's Day, love, yada, 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 all those things, I was like, okay, I, and also, because side note to this, you guys have been asking for more story times lately, and I do have a lot. I have a lot that I can share, but I thought that a good one to start with would be a good story time. I don't remember the last time, if ever, I've told a good story time, so I thought that a perfect thing to do today would be sharing with you guys the story time about how I met Hayden, because that's been a long time coming, and I know that I have not shared that with you guys, and that's something that you guys have also asked about, and also the second part of this episode is I really just want to chit-chat with you guys and kind of have like a heartbreak pep talk kind of vibe, something that we've done, like I, I I started doing those, I don't know, five years ago, right? How long have I been on YouTube? Since 2017? Is that right? Okay, I can't think about that. That's gonna stress me out. But for a long time, since whenever I started as we were doing these heartbreak pep talks and basically all that was is just me sitting down and talking to you guys about, you know, love and heartbreak and all the things and basically doing what I'm doing right now, which is just rambling. So hopefully that is okay with you guys today. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to have an episode dedicated to that because I know we've talked a lot lately about like unpopular opinions and we've done a lot of what would Sav do's and kind of a lot of like pop culture stuff and whatever. But I just kind of want to like sit and chat and just, you know, have a little big sister, you know, heart to heart with you. So that's what we're going to do today. But we are going to start, ooh, Mike, we are going to start with a story time of how I met my boyfriend. And we are doing that because it's Valentine's Day. And I, I want to preface this because I, as you guys know, I've told you this a lot. When I moved to Nashville, which was in September of 2021, I was not in any headspace for a boyfriend, nor did I want a boyfriend. In fact, part of the reason I left California, I tell everyone like, oh, I had been there for so long. I'd been there for 10 years, which is true. But like 10 years in California is like not bad. That's like actually a very great thing. I love California, San Diego, LA, miss it, love it. Amazing. But part of it was like, I just kept dating the same men over and over again. And I like find reached my breaking point and I was like I just need something different I'm moving I need a change I just need a shift like I need a reset so I moved to Nashville and when I moved again I was not in any headspace to have a boyfriend nor did I want one I was like anti-boyfriend when I moved here and that was something that was very different than any 
headspace than I had been in before because typically I would have been the one to be like oh well I'm open-minded or oh yeah like I'm ready like whatever this isn't that this was the first time I was like no like I don't want a boyfriend I want to be single I just for a little bit of context I ended my last long-term relationship in May of 2020 yeah just May of 2020 and then I moved to um moved to Nashville in September of 2021. I believe that is correct. I believe that's the timeline. I'm pretty sure, right? Yes, that's the timeline. It's either 2021 or 2022, but I'm pretty sure it was 2021. Um, anyway, so when I moved here, again, I was just, my headspace was different. My mindset was different. I was focusing on myself. I got my first apartment and I was really excited to just like have this time of independence, which was something that I hadn't had before. And I was in the process of just when I got here, like making friends and focusing on finding a friend group. Again, something that I had also, you know, kind of struggled with in the past. It wasn't the easiest. It's never really been easy for me to make friends because I have a lot of social anxiety and I just like, I just don't, I've never been the one to like gravitate towards a lot of people you know I feel like if I was to ever like knock on wood like not be in a true crime documentary but like where I'm the victim but like I feel like you know when they always say like oh she was a magnet like everyone like gravitated towards her I don't think that would be me I really don't because I just am a little bit more shy and like reserved into myself and so making friends is harder and so anyways long story short that is part of the reason I that's like why I just wanted to focus on myself I wanted to focus on myself friends whatever I get to Nashville things are going well was here for September October and by this point I'm kind of like finding my bearings like meeting a few friends here and there and like kind of getting introduced to the nightlife in Nashville and I it was like through one of my um one of my friends you guys if you guys uh have TikTok you might know her Becca Moore she lived in Nashville and um through her I started going out to this one bar and this bar if you know Nashville or are familiar with it it's in downtown and it's called Church and Union. It's right off of Broadway. Um, fast forward, I now have a dog named Church and that's what he's named after. So it all come kind of comes full circle. But we started going out to this bar called Church and Union quite frequently. And this is where like we would kind of meet our friend group and, you know, kind of spend a lot of time together. And one night I remember I didn't go out with Becca, but I was going out with another friend of mine and it was a newer friend, hadn't known her for that long. Honestly, haven't really talked to her since too far like since really after this I think I hung out with her like a couple more times but it was one of those friends you know when you like first move to a big city or first move anywhere in general and you like have those friends that you meet in the beginning and sometimes they stick and sometimes they don't and nothing has to happen but like it just sometimes you know you drift that's what happened here I still think she's great but um we went out and we always had a blast together. Like we had so much fun together. Our personalities are very similar, but this night we go to church in union and I've always kind of refrained telling this story because I feel like it does not paint me in the best light. However, I have some context that is important. Um, So I'm just going to get into it. So we go to Church and Union this one night and we're there having a great time. We're both mingling, flirting, you know, living our single best lives. And I remember she looked to me and was like, the bartender is really, really cute. Like, oh my God, like, do you see the bartender? He's so cute. And this is very much like kind of a club atmosphere, not club, but like dark lights, loud music, a lot of commotion. This is not like a sitting at a table, like very prim and proper. This is like, this is a bar. And so 
there's a lot of commotion. It's chaotic. It's crowded. And I look at the bar and I see the bartender and I'm like, yeah, he's cute. But like, I just was not again, like I'm just not in the headspace. I'm like trying to live my best single life, like doing my thing. So she was like, I'm going to leave my number for the bartender. And I said, okay. So she leaves her number for the bartender and the bartender looks at the number and he looks at both of us because we were both standing there and he's like, oh, well, like whose number is this? And we looked my, I pointed at my friend. My friend was like, oh, it's my number. And, um, I was like, he, he goes, okay, whatever. He goes back to doing his thing. He's like, that's so nice. Thank you. You know, da da da. goes back to doing his thing comes back a little bit later when I went back up to the bar by myself because at this point my friend and I had met two other men and these men were brothers and so me and my friend were talking to these two men and we're chit-chatting whatever and I'm like I'll be right back I'm gonna go grab a drink at the bar I go and grab the drink at the bar cute bartender boy is there cute bartender boy comes up and asks me what I would like I tell him I will take a tequila soda he says, okay. And then he says, but before I make it, I probably should tell you that I was going to ask for your number before your friend put hers down. In the midst of being drunk, because at this point I was, I the drinks were flowing, the liquor was going, and I, here's the thing. Not to, uh, I, the reason I refrain telling this story is because I don't want it to seem like I would like sneak in and take a guy that like my friend likes if we've seen my high school horrors like we know that like that was like savannah circa 2013 like that was a bad time in my life and i have moved on from that i have evolved from that like that's just not not me anymore but and i think i also should preface like i honestly no i'm not gonna preface because i feel like i keep making excuses and like trying to like you know talk quickly through this but i remember you know we're sitting there me and my friend were like talking to these two new guys she knew him for all of like two sentences I was like you know what whatever and me and this friend me and this girl we were still fine after this like I think that should be noted too we didn't hang out a lot after this like I said because we just drifted but like I hung out with her like a handful of times after this and she knew very much about this interaction so I like let's just make that clear so he tells me I was gonna ask for your number in my drunken state, I said, well, then instead of the tequila soda, can I have a tequila shot? And he said, okay. He rung me up for a Sprite instead. He gave me the receipt. I put my number down and that was it. And we, yeah, I mean, went back over to the table with the brothers and my friend. We were chit-chatting. We were having a great time. We all left together and if you didn't know by now, cute bartender boy is Hayden. Hayden was cute bartender boy and he does not work there anymore. He actually stopped working there one shift after that. So it really is like a weird timing thing, in my opinion, like the way that I look at it. I'm like, I was there so many times before, never met Hayden in that, you know, setting, never saw him there. The one night that I do see him, it's like his second to last shift. We just so happened to cross paths and you know, I do think that everything happens for a reason. And I think that him and I were meant to meet that night. And 
yeah, I just remember that that was like a very, in the moment I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, I'm never going to see this guy again. Like I'm just, I'm not going to see this guy again. And then I remember like the next week him and I went out for drinks and still like I wasn't in this mindset of like, this is going to be my boyfriend. I was like, no, I'm casually dating. Like I am just not, you know, whatever. I'm just casually dating. We go and we get drinks and we had a really great time, like such a great time. And the conversation was flowing. And like, I felt a feeling that like I really hadn't felt before. Like I felt like safe, which is just a strange adjective to use. But like, that is how I felt. I felt safe. I felt protected. I felt like he and I, like the conversation was going really well. Like he was taking me to some of his favorite spots around Nashville, which was great. And he's not from here. He had moved here like six months prior anyways. And so we went to a couple spots that he knew of that I didn't. And it was just a really, really great time. And Again, like it took some time for me to warm up to the idea of having a boyfriend. I kept kind of finding excuses and finding reasons to, you know, push him away and be like, no, you know, I kept casually dating after I met Hayden for a decent amount of time, not a decent amount of time. I'm not going to handle myself for a short amount of time before, you know, I agreed to you know, make things official because I realized like, I don't really want anyone else. Like I'm just at this point, I'm just, you know, dating just to date. And I have this guy who's so great and who really cares about me. And I see a, such a potential for a future with, and like, why wouldn't I, you know, like I was just kind of wanting to be single just to be single. Like, but then I found this guy and I was like, no, like he checks my boxes and he cares and he's attentive and he is all the things that I've been looking for. Like, why wouldn't I? And so i you know, I did it. And nine months later, we moved in together, which was really fast, but we did. And here we are now. And we have a dog named after the bar that we met at. And things just have a funny way of working themselves out. You know, I've never been one who is one of those people where, and you hear it, like you hear it from other people who say, you know, oh yeah, you know, when I met my boyfriend or I met my husband, like I knew, like instantly I have friends like that, that are like, I met my husband and I knew, I called my mom and I told her, like, I just met my husband or I called my best friend. And I told her, I just met my husband. I was never like that with anyone in my life, like literally anyone and anyone that I've dated. I've always been like, yeah, they're great. Like whatever, we'll see where it goes. Or yeah, they're great. I really like them. Or yeah, they're great. I want to see them again. But it was never like, yeah, they're great. Like this is the one. Like that's never been my mentality. But I do remember and I still kind of fight this because I'm like, well, I don't know. Like maybe I was just like drunk or whatever. No, I, I wasn't. I remember well, I was drunk, but I don't think that's what this was. But I remember the second time, his last shift, Hayden's last shift at this bar, I went with um, Becca and my friend from back home. And my friend from back home met him. And I remember my friend from back home, she had been with me like through the ups and downs of it, like through the thick of it, through like all the axes and all the breakups and whatever. And she met Hayden and she was like, oh my God. She's like, no, he's great. Like love him. Amazing. Which is like the first time I got like the green light from her for anyone that I've ever dated, which was like such a big deal. It doesn't like feel like it should be a big deal, but it is a big deal. And then I remember at that bar, I remember the night was going on and I remember standing there with my friend and with Becca and we're looking out at the bar and we're watching Hayden and I'm talking to my friends and I'm like, I'm going to marry him. Like I'm literally going to marry him. Like, I don't know what it was. I've never said that before in my life. Those words have never come out of my mouth, but I was just like, I'm going to marry him. Like, that's it. And it was a really weird, again, like, I don't know, like, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I do remember like that feeling of just, you know, like that's, that's the one, like, that's my guy. Like that's the guy I'm going to marry. And I, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like to sum it up the story of how we met. And again, I think 
there's a lot of like layers to it. We didn't really become official until mid-January of 2022. So yeah, we like met in November 2021, didn't become official till January 2022 or like official official. And through that, like Hayden had asked me to be his girlfriend. I think I've told you guys this like four times and it was never a case of me not wanting to say yes. I think I was just really scared to say yes because I knew the gravity that came with that because I'm someone who takes relationships like very seriously and I'm someone who has experienced a lot of turbulence when it comes to prior and past relationships just as a lot of people have and I was someone who and still am like I'm someone who kind of like proceeds with caution because I was like I just I I don't know like maybe like is this you know I I was so set on the timeline that I had in my head is what it was more than anything I was so set on just being single because I was like Savannah you're gonna go to Nashville and you're gonna be single and it's gonna be great you're gonna be single for like a year that's what you need and then like I get here the second I get here it's like I meet a boy like that wasn't in the cards that wasn't a part of the plan but that's how it turned out and I'm such a big believer in these kind of things happen when you least expect it and these kind of things like you know meeting the person that you're going to be with or meeting a new friend even like these kind of things like happen when you least expect them to and that's exactly what happened here he this was unexpected it wasn't planned I had been on like hinge dates prior to this and you know It was mainly just because I was, you know, just trying to meet people, casually date, whatever. But the fact that like we met in person and it was an organic interaction, that to me was something that I wasn't expecting. But I'm very, very happy that our story played out the way that it did. And it's just something that I'm really grateful for because I think about it. You know, when I think about like the hinge dates that I've been on and the hinge, you know, stuff and the online dating and whatever, I say hinge because I really didn't use anything else. But like, you know, if you were to say like Bumble or Tinder or online dating in general, like when I think about that and then I think about the odds of Hayden and I like being in that bar, the bar that he works at, like it wasn't like that crazy, but like the odds of us being there the same night meeting the way that we did um yeah it was just very interesting the way that it all played out so again I'm very grateful for our story and I don't think I've ever really told it just because I've been trying to keep my relationship with him more private than anything else like I feel like in my like I, I told you guys this and you guys have seen it if you've been on my channel for a while like my previous relationship I was it was very like public is not the right word but I didn't hide it like I didn't really hide anything about it like it was very like out there and I put him like everywhere on my channel and whatever and I just I wanted to do things differently this time including just keeping the how we met story a little bit more private because I didn't know how I wanted to do it I was like oh maybe I'll do it like together like him and me or whatever but no I just kind of wanted to talk about it and also I don't think I wanted to tell it just because I don't want it to come with like the notion or the narrative that and it's so silly looking back on it because it was so minimal and minuscule at the time and still is obviously. But like I, you know, talked in the past and like had that, um, the story times that I did. And I told you guys, you know, my little reputation that I had in high school wasn't the best and, you know, going into college and whatever. And, you know, I've evolved a lot since then I've changed. I have completely, you know, my character in and of itself has, I would say, you know, made such a, 
big, I'm trying to think of a bigger word than big, but like such an enormous improvement. And I'm so proud of myself for how far I've come and the work that I've put in and, you know, the therapy and all the things, like all, all the things that we don't need to get into. But like, I didn't want it to seem like I was reverting back to old ways when talking about this story. And um, it also should be noted again, I just want to emphasize this because like, I just don't want it to get taken out of context or misconstrued. This girl now, right away, like when it happened, I told her I she came over like a couple days later I told her she went to my birthday dinner and he was there like he came out with us for my birthday and she was there and so they interacted it was like a funny thing like they joked about it whatever like it was all fun and games so I don't want that to get taken out of context either but yeah that is the story of how we met and now I kind of want to transition into talking just a little bit more openly about relationships and what I have learned from being single and being the type of person that was actively looking for a relationship versus kind of like the stage of my life that I was in when I got into one and I think that it's really important to say that everyone's journey is going to be different like everyone's everyone's path is going to be different to lead them down the road of like finding their person and getting into a relationship. I think every person's journey obviously is going to be so different. So regardless of if your journey is you meet someone organically or on an app or I don't know, through a mutual friend or a blind date or whatever. There's so many different ways that that can happen. And so everyone's is going to be different, but I just want to give my little like piece of insight. And again, just a little bit of like a big sister chat, heartbreak pep talk on where I stand when it comes to relationships and what I wish I knew being single before getting into one. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Devin Werkheiser. I'm Lindsay Shaw. And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned Mose and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped you guys survive middle school. And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are rewatching episodes, bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy, and catching up on the last 15 years. We're talking about everything from dating mishaps to mental health and maintaining friendships, and asking the question, how do we survive adulthood? Maybe we don't always have the answers. But we're going to figure it out together. Come join us. So pause that podcast you're listening to and subscribe to Ned's, Ned's Declassified, Declassified Podcast, podcast Survival, Survival Guide. Guide. On Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey 
So something that I wish I was able to remind myself when I was single, looking back now, I feel like up until moving to Nashville, I was very much in this mindset of like needing to find my person. And that's what I really focused on. I focused a lot on dating. I focused a lot on finding someone on, you know, just uh, focusing on other people rather than focusing on myself. And I'm not saying that focusing on dating is a bad thing because I don't think it is. I was in my early to mid twenties. Of course, I'm going to, you know, casually date and look for my person. But I think that something that I wish I could go back and rewrite, or if I could go back and tell myself one thing is that I wish that I told myself to fully enjoy this season, to enjoy the season of being single. I think oftentimes people get overwhelmed with this idea. It's it's funny, actually. I see two very contrasting opinions about this. I see the people that are like, I don't need anyone. I am good. I know myself. I have myself. I, I only need myself and that's it and that's whatever. And then I see other people who are like, I'm done being single. I don't want to be single anymore. I hate Valentine's Day. I hate relationships like I or like other people's relationships. Like I don't want to see it. Like I'm looking for my person, da, 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 whatever. I've seen a lot of like two very very opposing opinions, like two opposite opinions. But what I wish that I was able to remind myself, like no matter what, you know, what opinion that I had, because it did go back and forth. Like sometimes I was like, I don't need a man. Like I'm good. Like I don't need anyone, whatever. Then sometimes I was like, I need to find my person, you know, tick tock, the clock is ticking. You know, I feel like as women, a lot of times we're put under this, like this, um, this like pressure on a timeline, which is insane. But like, we're told that we need to have things done in in a certain way and at a certain time. And I think growing up, we have this, you know, mindset of like what our lives are going to look like. Oh, I'm going to meet my person 24, get engaged 25, get married 26, have my kid 27. Like that's kind of like a lot of mindsets. I need, at least I know for like my friends and the people that I've talked to, there is this pre-assumed timeline that we have in our head that never goes the way that it does. And I've seen a lot of it on like TikTok and social media too, poking fun at like these timelines that we create, because at the end of the day, we are never going to be able to predict or create our timelines for how our lives are going to pan out when it comes to this. You'll never be able to predict when this is going to happen and nor should you have to, and nor should you want to, because typically if you're able to predict like beforehand, like a lot of times I feel like I've seen it firsthand and I want to say this gently, but like I see a lot of people succumbing to these timelines and they settle because they feel like they have to follow this timeline that they've created in their head. And so they settle for people that either don't treat them well or they aren't fully into or they know aren't their person, but they're like, you know, they're good enough almost, you know, it's like this, oh, they'll work mindset. And when you think about your life, like when you think about the rest of your life, do you want to look at someone and be like, oh yeah, they'll do like, no, that you don't. That's let's plot twist. You don't, you don't want that. What I wish I could go back and tell myself being single is to fully enjoy the season of being single. I know I said that earlier, but what I mean by that is to fully embrace the season that you're in because 
What you need to know is that you will find your person. That is going to happen. It's not never, it's not, it's not like a what if it doesn't. You are going to find your person. You are going to find that person. You are going to have the next relationship. I remember getting out of my like last long-term relationship and being like, I don't think I'm ever going to like date again, or I can't imagine being in a long-term relationship with someone again. And then you do it because there's other people out there. You're going to date again. You're going to find people. You're going to find your person. But until then, take the pressure off. Don't worry about it as much. Don't stress about it as much. I feel like, again, we have these timelines in our heads that we need to, you know, have things done by a certain time and find our person by a certain time. But it's like, figure out who you are first. Figure out who you are. Shape yourself. Figure out what you like, what you don't like. Figure out who you are as a person. Figure out what your character is. Figure out what your bucket list is, like what you want out of your life. That way, when you do find your person, you're able to show up to the table and be like, this is who I am. This is what I want. Do we align? Do we match? And if we don't, okay, great. I'm not even going to, we're not even going to waste each other's time. I'm going to move on to the next. And it's one down however many else to go. That is something that I wish I told myself because again, I think I spent a lot of time. I don't think I know. I spent a lot of time overthinking and worrying and constantly being like, is this the one? Or maybe he's not the one, but or maybe he's the one. Like, I kept going through the same cycle of trying to make these people that I was dating the one. Like I kept trying to make them fit into my box when they weren't fitting into my box. And that's okay. It's okay that they didn't fit into my box. I was trying to fit like a circle into a square. It just was not fitting. But I kept trying to convince myself every time like, oh, this is my person because it has to be my person. Like I'm just going to make them my person. And we would like have this crazy whirlwind, whirlwind romance. But then shortly after it would be like crumbling and we would have this like catastrophic breakup because it just didn't work. Like we were both trying. So I always attracted these types of people, like these types of guys where it's like so intense in the beginning. And then we have like these catastrophic breakups at the end. Like that's the type of like toxicity that I was attracting. But again, I wish that I told myself going back that you don't need that. Like you don't need to be doing that. You are going to find your person and it's not going to speed the process up any quicker by you trying to force things. Like you forcing it is not going to do anything. And also when you're constantly, you know, looking and searching and trying to, you know, grasp at straws, there's a certain energy that you're putting out into the world. And that energy for a lack of a better word is desperation. And I have no problem saying that because that's what I was doing. I was putting this desperate energy out into the world feeling like I need to find my person, not knowing that I was going to anyways. Like that's what's going to happen. Like if that's what you want out of life, like, cause there's some people that are like, I'm good by myself. I don't need anyone forever. Like it's not a priority for them. And for that, it's like power to you. Go you. You're taking out a big complicated portion out of your life. But for the people that are like, wanting that, I think it's so important to remember that that is going to happen for you. You are going to have your time. And I think it's stressful when you look around because I know in high school and in college, I was looking around and seeing all of my friends had boyfriends and were dating. And I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, what is wrong with me that I'm not dateable? No one wants to date me. Like, 
and I could now looking back, like I have a couple inklings as to why, but I think that I kept putting myself in this mindset of like, I just need someone. Like I just needed someone. And it wasn't even like, I didn't care. Like I didn't care who it necessarily was. I just wanted to be loved and I wanted to be loved by someone. I wanted someone to love me, but I hadn't done the work yet on myself to figure out who I necessarily was as a person, what my character was, who I was to my core, you know, what I wanted to achieve out of life, what my goals are. Those are the things that I needed to figure out before I started actually in intentionally dating people to try and find my person so again what I would tell myself is that your person is coming they are coming you're just gonna have to get through some shit before they get there but until then enjoy the ride enjoy the season of singleness focus on yourself this is like the time of your life that you should be having and I spent so much of that overthinking and worrying and contemplating and not being able to trust the freaking process but that's what I wish I could say is like take a deep breath because it's going to work out it all will work out. Looking at where I'm at now, like in a healthy and happy and stable relationship, I look back and I realize like, no shit that didn't work out. Like, yeah, now I know why none of the ones before worked out. And like, if you would have told me, you know, however many years ago that this would be my outcome, this is all I've ever wanted. Like I've been, I am so happy. And so if you would have told me that way back when I would have been like, okay, like I can breathe a little bit because I know it's coming. But instead I was just so constantly worried that it wasn't or that it wasn't for me. It wasn't in the cards or like trying to force the next person to be that. And that just wasn't beneficial for anyone. It wasn't beneficial for my mental health. It wasn't beneficial for, you know, I'm sure the other person's mental health because they kind of, again, like I said, I attracted these types of people. I don't know why up until Hayden thankfully but like I attracted like the toxic ones that was just like my thing but yeah it's just something that I wish I emphasized more which was just not stressing as much and if something didn't work out not to stress stress as much like taking that you know whether that be rejection or just a mutual breakup or if I broke up with someone taking that and understanding that it's not like a world ending thing or it's not it doesn't have to be this crazy drastic super sad thing it's just a redirection they always it's so cliche it's so cliche but I always say cliches are cliches for a reason the rejection or the heartbreak or whatever it's redirection it's redirecting you to where you need to be to where your next step is to where your next stepping stone is and maybe that's the stepping stone that's going to be the stepping stone you stay on or maybe that's the stepping stone for the next one and you have a couple more after that until you get to it but I just I think it's really important to emphasize that because I think we often get in our heads a lot and we feel like we need to have it all figured out when it comes to romance and when it comes to love and when it comes to relationships but we're all constantly learning and evolving as humans so obviously we're going to evolve in our love lives as well and so I think it's just really important to remember that it's just something that I really wish I could have gone back and told myself but there's also times and I know there's people out there that are like Sav I get it I hear you like I totally you know love it but at the same time I've already done the work I've done you know the healing I've done the process of it all and now I am ready and I want someone and I'm in that position to want someone to love and want someone to love me like I'm ready for that and I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing people say like oh you know like just wait or the right person is coming or love yourself first or whatever that gets exhausting too and I totally get it like I feel like a lot of times people push this like 
refrigerator magnet, you know, method on you of being like, just love yourself or it's going to be okay. I, I just said that five minutes ago. Like, you know, that's the constant rhetoric that we're hearing because people think that like there's something wrong if we're not in a relationship. Like, oh, you just don't love yourself enough yet. Or, oh, you just need to heal first before. And it's like, no, it doesn't mean that like you haven't done all of that. And it's so normal. It's a natural human emotion to want love and to be ready for that and wanting to give that to someone else. That's all natural human emotion. But I, what I would tell you in the meantime, again, is just to embrace the season of singleness because once you find your person, you're locked in. Like you are locked in and you're going to look back and be like, Oh, like you want to be able to look back is what I should say. You want to be able to look back on that this season of your life and being like, I really took the time to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish or, you know, achieve the things that I wanted to do, or I learned a new skill or I picked up a new hobby or whatever it is, just spending the time with yourself. Because again, once you find your person, that's your person, you're locked in, you're in and that's it. And I think that we oftentimes don't think like that. I think sometimes we think that this season of singleness is going to last forever. It's not. It will not. And I think sometimes we just need to hear that. You're going to find your person. But I can't understand how frustrating it is when you constantly hear the same narrative over and over about like, oh, if you're single, it must be because like you don't love yourself enough. Or, oh, if you're single, it must be because like you're not healed. Like, no, sometimes people are just single because they're single. And that's okay. And you're going to find your person. And wanting love is normal. Wanting to be loved is natural. And all of that is okay. And it's okay to feel however you feel about it. But I think it's just important to remind yourself to, again, like ride the wave, just ride the wave through. You're going to find your person. And so if you're sitting there and you're like, Sav, TikTok, the clock is ticking or like, Sav, like I'm just ready. And like, it's not coming yet. Like I'm here to remind you that it will. I'm here to remind you that it's going to get there. It just takes a little bit of time. And sometimes it comes in ways that you would never even think of it again. Like it's the, you know, happens when you least expect it. Sometimes, you know, I feel like in the age of like apps and all of that and like online dating, it sometimes doesn't happen when you least expect it because it's like actually the point of it. It's like you're doing it to date and you're like you're doing it to find your person. I also know that dating is really hard nowadays. I hear from my friends all the time, even before I met Hayden, like the dating culture that we're in right now, I think as a generation is so screwed up because we have manipulated all like all of us have manipulated ourselves to believe that like this hookup culture and like this casual dating culture is, you know, the norm, but this is not normal. And I think that that's something that doesn't get talked about enough, but I think that, you know, while watching my friends going through their dating experiences, something that I keep noticing is like, it's just this instant gratification that everyone is out looking for. And that makes intentional dating really, really difficult. And I don't think people get enough credit for that. Like they're like, oh, well, why don't you just go find someone? It's like, oh, it's 2024. It's hard. And I think that that needs to be accounted for because I do think that there's a toxicity in our generation, you know, speaking for like around my age range and everything, there's this toxicity that we were taught and also just like kind of transitioned into that like this casual dating hookup culture like is just again the norm and I don't think it is but I was I was a part of it for a while like as, as you guys know we've talked about it a lot like I I got roped into that and I think that a lot of people do and I think that that's what makes dating really hard too because it's hard to know are you dating someone who is also intentionally there with you and like with you on that ride or are you dating someone who like just doesn't have the same intentions as you 
Or are you dating someone that tells you they do have the same intentions as you? And then in the back of their mind, they're like, haha, no, no, no. Like I am just, you know, in for like the casual hookup or I'm in for whatever reason. So I completely empathize with anyone who's like going through it in the dating culture right now, because again, I just think that the way that dating is going these days from what I've heard, I don't necessarily agree with. I think that it's very toxic because I do think in my personal opinion, I I've always just dated intentionally unless I wasn't <laughs> and I was dating casually, but I always made that very, very clear up front. And I think that if that is your intent, then you need to be clear up front. And I think that that's important because there's so many people out there nowadays who are wanting that intentional dating. They're intentionally looking for their partner. They're intentionally looking for their person. And I think it's important that people find the people that have the same values as them and have the same intentions as them because otherwise what the frick is the point what is the point now I do want to kind of wrap this up by telling you about this book (laughs) I know when do I ever recommend a book never but I'm actually reading a really good one right now um I'm gonna wait till I finish it to tell you guys about it but I I want to recommend this book that I read after my last long-term relationship one of my best friends told me about it but a lot of you guys have probably already read it but I loved it because it really just encompassed a lot of what I was saying here which is like you're gonna find your person but like until then don't settle don't try and fit a circle in a square like don't try and bend over backwards or be a doormat or like all of these things and if you've read it, you already probably know where I, what I'm alluding to. And it's this book called Why Men Love Bitches. And I think it's a brilliant book. I think it's so good. And after I broke up with my last boyfriend, I remember reading it. And I was like, I had a shift in perspective just because it it really did like teach me a lot about who I wanted to be. Um, like the, per- the type of person that I wanted to become when it came to dating, because I think a lot of times, like I said, like I put out this desperate energy. I was a pushover. I was a doormat. I would bend over backwards for people who wouldn't even like blink twice at me. Like that was just kind of like my vibe for a while. And then I read this book and it was like a complete perspective change. And I really, really loved it. So I recommend that. Like if you're kind of in the season of singleness and you're looking for kind of like a book in that realm. And it's funny, like it's not like a bullshit like kind of book where it's just like goes on and on and on like it's a really funny book like I actually really enjoyed it I kind of want to read it again just for fun so that's what I would recommend personally but I think yeah that's kind of like that's kind of where I'm at today with it you guys that's kind of like my heartbreak pep talk I've been sitting here talking your ear off now for like 45 minutes so I'm going to wrap it up but Let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys had a great week and a great Valentine's Day. Whether you were in a relationship, whether you're single, whether you're in a talking stage, whether you're in a situationship, I wish you all the best on that one. But regardless of what your status is in that, I hope that you had a great Valentine's Day. And I hope that you just remember that you don't need anyone. I know that's very cliche. That's kind of like the refrigerator magnet method that I was just talking about, but it's true. You don't need anyone. Enjoy whatever season of life that you're in. And if you are with someone that you love, I'm so happy for you because I know how that feels and everyone deserves that. So don't settle. I love you. That's all for me today. End scene. 
and TED Talk. Thank you for coming. <laughs> I'm kidding. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Oh, light. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. If you're new here, again, hi, my name is Savannah. I'm your host of My Thoughts Exactly. Make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We post weekly here every single Friday. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one for you guys, and I'll see you then. Bye, guys. Thank you.